Hello, 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 guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Mortgage Marketing Podcast. And today we've got a special guest. We've got Roz from Manuka Media. Now, it's the new name. We're going to be talking about that right now. The brand rebrand that um, has, I want to know more about it because I, one, love the name about Manuka because I like Manuka honey in general. So this is going to be really cool to learn more about and also just talk about why people should be rebranding you know, you did a complete pivot. So we're going to bring her on the show. We just kind of touch base with her. She was one of the first five guests we had on the show. So let's bring her back on and run the intro. Let's do it. You're listening to the Mortgage Marketing Podcast with Ash Borland. The show that helps mortgage brokers create impact and income by mastering content marketing. Let's, let's dive, dive straight, straight into, into it. it. Hello, 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 Roz. Welcome to the show. Hi, Ash. Hello. I love your background, by the way. I really I like it. I painted it myself. Did you? That's. Ve- I've been while we were chatting before with this. This I was watching, thinking those are very straight lines. <laughs> no, I painted and did the lines myself. I am very proud. Thank you. Very impressive. So, <laughs> what's been going on? It's been like a year since we last spoke. So let's just have a little bit of a. What's been going on with the business and the rebrand? Let's talk about that. Cool. So yeah, the last time I was on the show, I was the Content Hive. Um, yes. So yeah, so people may know me from the Content Hive. Same brand, same me, same everything. I just had to level up and get it done professionally. So mm-hmm. I built the Content Hive during lockdown, during the pandemic, didn't have any money. So I made <laughs> crappy logos myself on Canva. Um, and then obviously got some money. And uh Thought I'd hire people, (laughs) I'd hire people and reinvest it and just create a more slick, you know, defined brand, basically. The thing I want to ask you about the whole thing, because the content hive beforehand, and then you've got now the Manuka Media. Why bees? What what is the bees (laughs) thing? I just want to know because I'm just quite um curious. And it's a question that every time I see it, I'm like, oh, I wonder why that is. Yeah, I get that a lot actually. Um, why bees? So Honestly, it's the my answer sounds like I've thought about it a lot, which I have. So it is <laughs> kind of a scripted answer. It's but um, basically, bees are scary, really. They mm-hmm. hurt. And so is running a business. So it reminds me to do that thing I'm scared of, especially during the pandemic when I lost my job. It felt like I got stung. It actually, when I remember describing what it felt like being made redundant, it did feel like a sting. Because, you know, it affects your ego, right? Because you oh, think, yeah, what? I'm amazing. Like, how could you make me redundant? Um, so obviously that stung. And I was like, hmm, B. So that was like a sign. And then obviously when I wanted to start my business, I knew I'd be scared, but I'd need to do it anyway. But also bees are undervalued. And that's also like how that. you feel. That's also how you feel when you get made redundant or when you first start out and clients might not or prospective clients might not buy into you straight away. And you think, yeah, you've I've not shown you my value. And actually, yeah, the bees are underestimated. And um, but they make they play such a big part in the world. And I consider myself to be like a tiny little bee in the world. And you're a little bee. But together, we're making such a big impact on the financial services industry. And I just feel Mm. like. If you do your little bit and I do my little bit, then we make a, a much bigger. I love that. <laughs> That's such a great answer. So with the, so why was the, what was the shift then for the, uh, and this is my own curiosity. And you know, I've got a couple of questions I would love to ask about the rebrand and also about the services you offer. 
because they've changed as well compared mm. to what we've done. But um, what? Why then the shift from <clears throat> the content hive to Manuka? What made you? What was the thought process behind going? I'm going to rebrand the name after I've just spent a year. Because the reason I say it is I can imagine a lot of people will be business owners are in the same thing. They're like, I've been building this name. It might not be the right name for me now, but they're scared of potentially making that move. What What was the process of changing? What was the thought process behind changing the name? Yeah, that, that's the, the actually the process was so much fun because um, firstly, your logo is not your brand. You are the brand, right? And I knew from the start, I didn't want my company to be called Rosalia Lazara. I, I knew I wanted a company name. Well, it's a very um, hard name to say as well. Your name is an awesome yeah, name. That's yeah, why everyone calls you Ros. Whenever I speak to you, Rosalia, 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 yeah. Rosaria. Yeah, exactly. And I was just like, no, I'm not going to that Italian name coming in. That's the problem. Too much, too much. In Sicily, it would work. But yeah, England, I'm married to a Greek woman, so I know the same yes, thing. It's like, no I chance. Do, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, <clears throat> so the, the whole process, the actual practical steps that I took was I went to a um, like a three-day retreat and it was a one-to-one service with my brand strategist because I'm spending, like you, all day sorting out my clients and their brand that I never really got to sort out my own. So I took three days out and slept in this cottage with this brand strategist. It was me and her and like she made dinner and we had drinks and and we got to really discuss like what my actual values are. And, you know, that's how I came up with the meaning behind the bee. And um, I knew I wanted to keep the bee theme. And then just one thing led to another, like we were writing stuff on the board and stuff. And um, Manuka felt like elite, you know, as if you know Manuka honey, yeah. you know that it's not Rouse mm-hmm. squeezy honey. It's not two pound stuff. It's like the best of the best, expensive, rare to find, that kind of stuff. It, so I wanted made it my, to be- On the Manuka on that, that was what I was like, because I have Manuka honey and I have done for years from my mm. singing days. And um, and it's all about the quality of the honey and the, 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 the different levels of bacteria in the honey. And when you put that up, I was like, Oh, that's like a, only if you know, do you know? Yes, like exactly. that I was and I was like, oh, that's really cool. And it's when you got yeah. the bee thing, so it did it did create like an elite feeling, definitely in the way I saw it. That was really cool. Sorry, I bought yeah. into one. So you definitely nailed that. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, because I've actually not only do I have to explain my name, Rosalia Lazara, but you'd be surprised <laughs> how many people are like, What's Manuka or Manuka? Man- like, yeah, what? Manuka. <laughs> I was like, have you ever been ill? ever like do you you know so I actually you know drink or eat a lot of Manuka Mm. honey and it's medicinal it's good for you so yeah it's got all these qualities that I find are aligned to my values and I'm also a massive health and fitness freak so obviously anything like healthy and natural and is is you know is good for you so yeah that's where Manuka came from yeah I love that no it's just so cool it's just something I know people will look and and how did you find that shift from built from a brand that you'd built before? Because people knew you, they know you, you're very well known. And then all of a sudden you've you've just kind of made something. I know it's the same product and then the same service. It's not the same service, but the same product and the same business, but it's a different name. What was there? Was there any fear behind that of like, oh my gosh, everyone's gonna, I'm just gonna overnight everything's gonna go? Like, was there any kind of like, oh no? Yes. So obviously two years in. I'm known enough 
but I knew mm. I had to make the change now and not make it in 10 years time because by that point is like a household name and everyone knows it and everyone's got it and then you've got all your branding and equipment everything is branded as the content hive so I thought right before this goes any further this is a really good point in time to change it because people still know Rosalia but if I just change the company name early enough then I can this should last me now a long time you know this is the brand that will be it I like it no it does it very much feels like that it feels like a um the content hive feels like a social media company this feels like a coaching consulting management media company like there's a you see it differently it's like apple computer versus apple inc yes there's you can grow and and grow it do you know what i mean yeah that's what we wanted we wanted to take away the content word Mm. um and because i don't just do content i do coaching and consulting and i do guest speaking and i go on stage and then i'm in i do publishing you know there's a lot of services that we offer but also me as a brand I'm not just seen as a content person. So yeah, I needed to kind of reflect that in the word as well. It's very good. I love it. And so one thing I wanted to unpack in this episode a little bit before we, you know, obviously wrap this one up in this, but I want to talk about your service. Mm-hmm. And the reason why and we were chatting about this off air is that you do this, one of the services, you do lots of services, but one of the things you do that is very unique um, is this this shooting on and i know that so, so there's going to be listeners to this who will need this that's why i was like i really really think it's a really good service where you shoot with them could you explain what this service is because i will butcher it i don't really fully understand it i just <laughs> see you do it on your stories and i'm like this is really cool yeah what is um, this service that you offer yes so this uh was born after lockdown because i couldn't offer this during the pandemic and during lockdown because we couldn't go out and the biggest struggle with an advisor when I was coaching them was I would tell them that video is the most effective piece of content on social media and they wouldn't do it or they would do it (laughs) poorly like they wouldn't just come out to the right level so when um this is how it happened it happened by accident when lockdown was just about over this was like 2021 late 21 and there was this advisor that I started working with, and he was up in Colville. In, and, and if anyone knows where I am, I'm in Hertfordshire, so it's about two and a half hours away. And um, I was like, listen, we've worked together now for six weeks. Why won't you record yourself? Please, I've given you all the top tips. I've told you what to do, what not to do. I've done loads of it. So I just said, I'm, I'm, I'm coming down to your house. I'm coming. Like, I'm literally, that's what I said to him. I was like, I'm literally coming to your house. And I'm going to follow you around the house with your phone. And his wife was there, and they. Um, I got to stay over. By the way, this is not for this. Not service is not mandatory. I, you <laughs> I'm not going to stay over everywhere, but because I was friends with his wife, and um, she was like, "I'll oh, stay the night. We'll we'll cook you dinner." So we had a nice dinner, and then in the morning we woke up and we had breakfast and we shot more videos. And I was like, "I like this because I walked away, and the broker had 20 videos." I had to just go home and edit them. But I was like, he's now learned on site how to do video. He's gained camera camera confidence. He's also um, learned how to start a video, finish a video, how to stand, how to sit, how to talk with um, Gravitas. You know, he's actually learned and also off the back of it, got the actual finished product. Mm. Um, So then I thought I'll try it again. And I did. And I just kept you know, getting really good responses from it and thought, right, there we go. If you can't video yourself, 
I will make you. Simple. It's a very interesting product. And I, I, I've, it's one of those things I'm, I've only ever done it once. It was very rewarding. And, but it was, and it was before I didn't even did it as a job. I was a mortgage broker and yes. David Sharpstone at funnily enough, um, yes. is, is a broker and David mess. He's a good friend of mine. And he's client, been a client of mine since day one. He was the first person and he messaged me and said exactly what, and that's why I know there's a market there. He he works, he lives in Essex. I live in Cambridge and he was like, can you come to my, my office and teach me how you do what you do? And I was like, yeah, okay. But that was, and I remember leaving and thinking that was what triggered all of this. So it's funny because when I saw yours, I was like, and then obviously COVID threw all of that out of the window, but realistically when I saw yours, I was like, there's a massive market for this. Because how many of you listening to this right now are, you know, like, and, and actually we said before is they're actually like, they're listening to it, but they're, they're terrified of being on camera or they don't know how to do it. And it's not what I teach. What I teach is how to, to become, to be omnipresent, to be, to literally to systemize and automate something to the point where it's just second nature and easy, yeah. but you need to be able to talk on camera for really before you get to me. And I was watching your thing and I was like, this is amazing. Because it's like, and and I and I just think, um, and has it been successful? Have you found that a lot of people have wanted it? And it's, yeah, I would yeah. So it depends your definition of a lot of people because I think but it's a very like, niche product, so it's very yeah. Like, yeah. But also, I, I think my camera's frozen. Yeah, you're fine. Don't worry. You're cool. Hold on, hold on, Ash. I'm really sorry. I'm going to have to plug something in. <laughs> yeah, no worries. I'm so sorry, guys. This is um. Are your battery not plugged in? Is it? Yeah, no, I didn't realise it wasn't. I'm so sorry. Hold happens to me all the time. That's all the so time. professional of me. Hold I, on. Um, it happens to me all the time. I had one where the, where when <laughs> I was, for people who do this, where the camera went, the settings went off and the whole time I was just kind of like talking. Oh my God. I'm so, don't worry about it. Sorry. Hello. Right. Okay. <clears throat> so when you say a lot of people, um, I don't like working with the masses. I'm I only work with 30, so 30 is a lot to me. <laughs> right, exactly. 30 is a lot to you. I'd say it sometimes gets to a point where 12 is a lot mm -hmm. for me because yeah. I'm in the business. I am like there. A lot of the people I work with are um, single advisor firms, so they're on their own. So I'm like the next right-hand person to them. Like every everything is run by me. Like, should I post this? Should I say this? I'm going out with family. What do you think? So I'm so engrossed in their business that I can't possibly give a bespoke one-to-one -one service to 100 people. So that's the other niche is that I work with few, not many. Um, and I get them to a point, I, I spend so much time with them that, I mean, you and I share a couple of clients. We won't mention yeah. who, but just to show the the how it works, it's like I'll get them to a point where they've gained the confidence, they're on camera, they know how to articulate their thoughts. So the biggest thing with one of these clients that we share, he was talking, talking, talking. And after he finished speaking, I was like, you've been speaking for six minutes and I've got 32 content ideas for you. And he was like, how? How, how <laughs> did you come up with that? And I shared the document with him. I was mm. like, everything you've just said, you can turn into 30 second, 40 second, 60 second little uh, snapshots. Yeah. The problem was... He then went away home with 32 content ideas and drowned and was like, I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to record this stuff. So that's where the video idea came in where I said, well, I'll come on site with you or you come to our studio. We'll do the first 20 with you. 
if that's the style that you want to have ongoing, we'll just keep doing them. If not, you can just record yourself from now on because we've taught you how to do it. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's a few deep dives and then they, they kind of move on, basically. I love it. I think it's a really great idea. I think it's super, super interesting. And I think if people, so if people want to learn more about that service, or learn more about potentially getting in touch with you and working with you, where's the best place for them to go? Well, I'm everywhere at the moment. You but are. <laughs> I see you everywhere. Um, I am everywhere. I'm trying to be everywhere because, yeah, it's it's an omni-channel approach, right? So um, mainly LinkedIn. So if you type Rosalia Lazara in LinkedIn, I'm there. On Instagram, I'm called Maluka Media. But yeah, there we are. Um, that's my name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just put it up just in case. Amazing. Any parting words before we run the outro out? Anything you want to say to people before, obviously you're coming back on for another episode, but anything else you would like to say? Ooh, uh, just, okay. Just that there are many professions, like there's many of, not many, but like there's me, you, and then there's a few others. There's like four of us. There's not many. There's about 10, yeah. My... <laughs> So my wise advice would be, number one, know that we are friends. Yeah, we all know each other. Very all right. Well. Be careful what you say. <laughs> we are friends, okay? I, I love was... it when people do that. When someone comes on a call and you have it and they'll go, I've been doing this with so-and-so and I don't, and I'm like, you do know, like. Be careful. Yeah. <laughs> like someone said, so, like, like, when they say that, and I'm like, that person, like, I've been friends with that person for like four years or like, no one said it, but like people say, and you go, oh yeah, like, and my favorite one, if someone's ever said anything like with you, I'll go, you do realize like I was a person that told her to do that job. Like, it's not like, it's not like a, I'm going to go, oh, she's rubbish. I'm going to go, yeah, she's doing, we had a call and I was like, you'd be amazing at this. <laughs> like, yeah, what? exactly. And I always give you that, um, that glory. <laughs> I always say, like, Ash pushed me to do this. And you're brilliant at it. And that's what people, but you're right. I love that thing. So go on. Yeah, so you said. Just know, top tip, if you're listening to this, <laughs> Me and Ash are friends. Me and Alex. Me and Ed, we're all yeah, friends. We all know each other. Um, number two, it is okay for you to work with more than one of us. All right, I don't get jealous, and just be honest about it. Just say I'm doing this with Ash, and I do this with you. This is what my objectives are because there are so. Try not to hide it because it's we know we find out online. I find my best clients. I don't know about you. My best clients are ones who work with multiple people. Always, yeah. always. They like in it. fact, yes. the ones who yeah, the ones I've got like ones who work with. Like if they work like me, Alex, they've got they're in Dan's group. They're also in um in, uh, in Gary stuff, and the, and oftentimes they'll also be working with uh, Chris Target doing some like yeah. basic stuff and like basic like branding things and and. I always say to people, and I say them actually, it's because they value. They as in that they're always normally the best because they put value in how important marketing is, and yes. um, and then they can take the advice from. What I also try to do is just make sure I don't stand on when I know. That's the one thing yes. you say when you know they're working with like me or you or they. Then I go, okay, cool. So like with that, if someone says I'm working with Alex Curtis, I go, cool. Well, I'm not going to give you any website advice. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. they'll mess up whatever good thing he's doing. And it's yeah. a similar thing. You know, if you were doing like presentation, I would be like, no, I'm not going to talk about presentation. If they're working with you, that's a very much you thing. You're very good at that. You're very confident. Yeah. You're on stage. You're speaking. That's a definitely the thing to be. And I think people sometimes forget that. Yeah, exactly. So just just know, guys, like you can work with whoever you like. We've all got our own little niche, our space. Just tell us clearly what your goals are, what your objectives are. And if you need more than one coach, bring us in. If you need Ash and me, we'll work, like, just do it. Like we'll, we'll, we'll collaborate with one another, you know. So, yeah, that's my last thoughts, really. I love it. No, it's really, really good. 
Ros, thank you so much for being on the show. And um, I will bring you back on again. So let's do it. You've been listening to the Mortgage Marketing Podcast with Ash Borland. If you've enjoyed the show, then be sure to leave a review and share it with a friend right now.